What's that sound? I wonder as I stand at the front of my college lecture hall and my students stare back at me. Is it the clock ticking away? Are the students hoping it will move a little faster? Nah, not in my class. Well, okay, maybe. But seriously, college is such a complex time, and these students have so much going on, both inside and outside the classroom. Am I teaching them how to think? I ask myself. Am I preparing them for their careers? Is the college experience getting them ready for that next step in their lives? Why am I asking myself so many questions? Should I be teaching right now? As I continue to talk and point at my presentation, I can't help but wonder as I look back out at my students, what is going through their minds? I only wish I knew. Well, I guess I could ask them that question. Maybe I could even listen to their answer. I am Dr. Brown. I am a university professor, and this is my Declassified College Survival Podcast. It's a place where the professor is quiet, mostly, and the students' voices are heard, really. Please join me every other week as I sit down with my students, and they can tell us directly how college is and is not impacting their lives. How do you navigate college? How does college help you navigate life? They will pick the topics. I will turn on the mic and we can all listen to what they have to say. Hello, my name is Chris and basically here to discuss uh, my views on COVID-19 and how it affects our respiratory system and ways I think we can go about preventing it and also like the positive and negative consequences of social distancing. So jumping right into it, um, we were asked to list three positive consequences of social distancing. For those three, I decided that self-reflection, self-improvement, and social rest were all three positive consequences, meaning self-reflection. Quarantine gave us time to think about the things we have done, where we can go, and um, the steps we want to take to get to our goals. Um, Self-improvement is more so of just it kind of bounces off the self-reflection aspect of everything as far as improving on who we are as a person right now. Um, I know me personally, I took some time to just let everything sink in as far as what was going on, and I decided to take advantage of the time to better myself. Physically, I, I had more time to work out. I don't go to a gym, so I work out at home anyway. Um, and eating more healthy. And social rest, I think we get involved in trying to keep in contact with everybody or stay on social media. So I think the the stay-at-home order allowed us to just take a break a little bit and allow us to get that personal time just to be involved with ourselves for a little bit or not be involved with as many people. Three negative consequences that I listed were loneliness slash depression, um, too much free time, and laziness.
So everybody isn't the same, obviously, but long people who are forced to be stuck inside or be confined to certain areas of the world um, get lonely and get depressed because there are some some people who aren't introverts or people who want to go explore the world for what it is and having that right taken away from you um, it feels like for something that isn't your fault uh, I guess that person will become depressed or lonely um, having too much free time it's more spoke more speaks to people who just do whatever they want or feel like they can do whatever they want. I feel like you just, like, I don't want to say get in trouble, but you just find, like, too many things to do. I don't know if that makes sense, but as far as, like, experimenting with things or trying new things out, it, it can do some harm um, and laziness. Like, there's nothing wrong with just lounging around, especially now in these times, because there's nothing to do. But I think you should try to do something at least, like go walk around or just try not to be in the bed the whole time. So the next aspect we were asked to look at was the possible managed social distancing policies and how they affect the evolution of everything going on as far as like the development of COVID-19. So me personally, I think social distancing is only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to flattening the curve and of the pandemic or defending our respiratory systems. Um, the recommended six feet is key, but there's a lot more we can do as far as social distancing and cleaning and making sure our self-care is up to par. I know some businesses take the extra precaution as far as like when you enter their store or their wherever their business, you have to wash your hands or either use some hand sanitizer before you can do anything else. I know I went to Best Buy to pick up something and they told me to, I either had to get walked to the bathroom or hand sanitize right at the door before I could even go pick it up. Or a lot of restaurants or yeah, a lot of restaurants are actually doing um, delivery now or um, the curbside pickup. Even like retail stores are doing curbside pickup, which I think is very uh, resourceful. I think that should be continued for a long time if they don't decide to keep it like for the foreseeable future. I think they should at least think about like incorporating that into their everyday uh, business routine. But as far as, like, cleaning surfaces, you can, they say you can inhale the, the virus, especially through the respiratory system. That's one of the main parts is inhalation and exhalation. Um, but if you clean, and I feel like, personally, if you just keep up your good hygiene and things like that, it should not be a concern, but you also should be able to clean your house. As far as, like, making sure nobody comes in when they're not supposed to or if they do come in, because I guess it's not okay, but it is okay to have visitors. Like, some people want to see certain people. Um, just make sure you clean the house. Make sure they hand sanitize and wash their hands. 
have on masks and things like that. Is it important for us to understand our genetics or should it be our duty? Um, I actually do think so because what if you have or what if you inherit or, or um, excuse me, receive a gene that when exposed to COVID breaks down your immune system in any way, then that becomes a problem. But it's a bigger problem because you could have prevented that whole situation as far as, like, somebody, like, coughs by you or sneezes by you. And you might be asymptomatic. Who knows? Um, A few days later, you start to get some of the symptoms, and you don't know. So it's okay. It's more than okay. I think it's appropriate to take the right precautions and get a screening or whatever you can get done to figure out what do I have going on inside my body for the anatomical and physiological uh, makeup that supports our genetic makeup. As far as my reopening plan, if I was the governor, I personally would stick to what Governor Prisker's doing. Um, I think He has done a pretty decent job, probably as best as he can, for the state we live in. Illinois is a very popular state as far as, like, summer vacations because we have downtown Chicago, we have a lake, we have a bunch of different things that people would love to come see. And I think we're the top five most populated cities, top three most populated cities in the United States, so... We do have to be careful. I get people want to rush and reopen so they can go out and things like that, and I'm definitely one of those people. But as far as reopening phases and making sure not only we are safe when it comes to going out, but also safe when we come home because we don't want to come home and have to be doing the same things as far as, like, precautionary measures. Like, you should still wash your hands and shower regularly and clean and all that, but you don't want to have to deal with it everywhere you go. It becomes annoying to a certain extent. Um, But for me, like I said, I would keep some things the same, but I would change, like, believe barbershops or hair salons and restaurants opened up before hospitals. I personally think that's kind of backwards. I think you should put the needs over the wants. Like, you don't... I mean, it's hard for me. It's easy for me to say because I cut my own hair, but I don't need a barbershop to open up before a hospital does. And if the hospital did open, you can you can limit that to two family members. Three is kind of pushing it. That's a lot of people in one like one area, but two family members per patient. And I would include like some some cleaning. Cleaning, um, like cleaning regimen every every fourth hour or whatnot, just to make sure everything is up to up to standard. Um, but having restaurants and hair salons and certain bars, you don't need that right now. Keep the curbside pickup, keep uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates, all that stuff. Like, it's the same thing. I get you want to be out, have the feeling of being out and eating out, but to me it's really not that important. You could just cook a meal and get the same thing. 
Honestly. But definitely schools, it's hard to say because we're on summer break. There really isn't that much schooling going on. Summer camps, I know that's becoming a big thing right now, but I honestly don't think you should have that many kids in one area, especially being out. They want to play outside and then going out. They want to go to the pool and things like that. I think we should hold off at least at least for a little while on that. Um, but those are my views. Um, be excited to hear what other people have to say because everybody minds things get uh things differently. Some people might agree, some people might disagree. And hopefully this ends soon, but I think the most important thing is that we all have to be safe. So, thank you. Well, that's it for today's episode of Dr. Brown's Declassified College Survival Podcast. My students and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you are a college student or know of a college student who would like to be interviewed on this podcast, please contact me at brownsciencegroup at gmail.com and we will set up a time for an engaging discussion. Please remember to subscribe, like, rate, and share this podcast so others may benefit from hearing the voices, views, and insights of these college students. Please join me again next time when I will sit down with a new group of college students. They will pick the topic. I will turn on the mic. We can all listen and reflect on what they have to say.